home of Patriots Monday and Friday. 93.7 WEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. This hour of the Rich Keith Show is brought to you by East Coast Metal Roofing. Act now, save 10% during their fall into savings program. From a topical, comical, and knowledgeable Boston sports talker dropping in hotter than a tropical climate Breaking news, he supplies it And you want the truth? Scoops, Keith will find it He's talking about all the sports And he's also a hashtag dork And a father of two sweet daughters The leader of your squad for you evening marauders And night commuters Tune in and sit tight Six to ten, more like six to midnight Ow, the mic's hot on the Night's Watch crew Celtics, Bruins, Pats, and Red Sox too Doing this since the Rich Keith Project Now he's got podcasts and Twitch stream content KWFE on WEEI It's the Rich Keith Show, so here's your guy Welcome into a Wednesday night edition of the Rich Keith Show here on WEEI It's a full tang program Fitzy is in the house Fitzy, how are you? Oh, baby. Rich, congratulations, man. Thank you, sir. Night after They gave you the night after Halloween slot? I got it. Not only that, but I, I even worked Halloween. What? I, yep, didn't have the holiday off. I was in. Stiz was in. We were, uh, I'm sure people brought us along with them, listening on their uh, on their phone, on the Odyssey app, as they're trick-or-treating, blasting some Rich Keefe show, I would, I would assume. That is the pro move. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, while you're just, you know, deciding... Which candies you're going to be pilfering from the kids and which ones you're going to let them have. You got, mm-hmm. you know, the AirPods in, listening to uh, four great hours. Keith yep. and old Pickle Pizza himself there mm-hmm. talking horror movies and sports. That's Can't right. beat it. And we're going to run it back tonight. And you can join us at 617-779-7937. You can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram as well, at Rich Keith Show. And uh, news of the day, Josh McDaniels fired by the Las Vegas Raiders. What? Along with GM Dave Ziegler and what? most of the other Patriot connections are gone. Lombardi out of there. Oh. And so Josh McDaniels, who really, it sounded like was going to get fired last year. And the reports were they couldn't afford to fire him. He was so bad year one. They bring him back year two. I'll tell you how bad. <laughs> they brought him back for eight games this year where he went three and five. Did have a win. Over the Patriots. Well, he's 3-0, and and it's, by the way, just for the record. Uh, sure is. Josh McDaniels, if he could just play the Patriots as a head coach, he would be great undefeated. Horrible hire by Vegas, and uh, I guess a little bit of credit for not forcing this into a third year and, like, like hey, this will work eventually. No, he was horrible, and, you know, good offensive coordinator with the Patriots, not just with Tom Brady. That's sort of the easy one, but pretty good with Matt Castle, pretty good with Mac Jones. But anything away from here, disaster. Denver was a disaster. Little stint with the Rams as the offensive coordinator, worst offense in the league. And now with the Raiders, took a ten and seven Raiders team. They were ten and seven and in the wild card, mm-hmm. went six and eleven, and now three and five. And three and five doesn't even really do it justice. They are uh, right at the bottom. I think third to the bottom in uh, in points. Like the offense mm-hmm. has gotten worse over the last two years. So uh, Josh McDaniels is all gone. You know, it's fascinating. First off, I just saw a photo. Somebody tagged us uh, 
Someone tagged us, uh, Rich Keefe Show, me, you, the Six Rings Pod, Giardi, everybody, um, the Belichick coaching tree in all of its beauty, and it's just a photo of the Charlie Brown Christmas tree. <laughs> I was going to say, it's just like a dead <laughs> it's, tree. It's, yeah. unbel- it's remarkable. The Las Vegas, I don't even, I, you know, today I'm not contractually obligated to say it. The Las Vegas Raiders, just the Raiders are uh, a franchise in turnaround, much like your New England Patriots now, yet at the same time, they have more bankable elite talent so it's truly remarkable what Josh McDaniels was able to not get out of all the players. One, they would have been markedly better off if when they were a playoff team and they were coached by the man that they called the pit boss, Rich Basaccia, the special teams coordinator. <laughs> took over for Gruden. I mean, that was a very yeah. crazy yep, that was turn a of events. Catch but yeah. catch yeah. can, mm-hmm. a weird sort of situation. Yeah. Yeah. But if they had just left the, the legend that was pit boss Richie as head coach, who took the Raiders uh, to the limit against the Bengals in a very good wild card round a couple years ago as the Bengals were headed to the Super Bowl, they would have been fine. They would have been able to probably get him because the guy was so thrilled to be there on a two-, three-year deal next to nothing. Instead, they go out and they pay McDaniels six years. I think it was $60 million. $60 million guaranteed to do the exact same thing he did in Denver, which was come in, piss off the number one wide receiver, get rid of this franchise quarterback, put the offense in the absolute toilet. The only thing he didn't do this time was marry himself to Tebow, but otherwise he is the equivalent of Josh McDaniels as an offensive coordinator is a tremendous chef. Josh McDaniels, as a head coach, is the worst restaurant manager owner of all time. <laughs> just like all time. sets a room on fire, uh, walks away, just has none of the utensils or any uh, of the food. Health inspector needs. gives yeah, it the oh, first terrible, F minus in the city's history. He went uh, 11 and 17 in his time in Denver and is still one of the most hated people uh, ever associated with the Broncos in, in Denver. And then he's 9 and 16. With the Raiders, and like you said, so he, in total, 20 and 33, with, as you said, three of those wins against Bill Belichick and the Patriots. It is really remarkable. And, again, he, he had a, a quick stop back in 2011 with the uh, St. Louis at the time Rams, and they were uh, dead last in uh, offense, maybe even second to last, whatever it was, in offense. They were horrible. They're, they were, no, they were they dead were th- last. They were 32nd. They were yep, absolutely okay. dead yep. last the year that it was under um, Steve Spagnuolo, yep. 2011. Right. And this year, as of right now, we'll see how things change, Rich, but the teams that are 30, 31st, and 32nd in offense in the NFL, Raiders, Patriots, and the Giants, all part of the Belichick coaching tree. Yep. And all, you know, have bad quarterbacks. They all have bad offensive lines. But, yeah, they also have... You know, Belichick and, and Dayball, who was good last year, then this year things are, are a lot worse. And then Josh McDaniels. And not to just spend a ton of time piling on him, because like, it kind of is what it is, and it's 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 easy. There's no real retort. There's no other side. It's like, actually, he was pretty good. Give him a chance. He was horrible. The other thing I hold against him, and I was shocked that anybody would hire him, I really thought, for me personally, the way the Colts situation unfolded, I would have been like, wait, why am I giving this guy the job? He just took a job, verbally agreed, like like uh, Cush's dad and Jerry Maguire. My word's stronger than Oak. Like, ah, actually, I didn't sign anything, so I'm backing out. Like, that was mm-hmm. terrible. Like, that's a horrible way of, of doing business. So he got that chance, made no sense. And it also puts a finer point on, if you're any team in the league, would you want anybody that just was coaching for the New England Patriots ever? No. Would you no, ever they, want any of these guys? all radioactive. The yep. entire, Can't the touch entire tree at this point is now 
completely radioactive. I would not want to touch anybody from the Belichick yeah. coaching family, pool, legacy, tree, etc. Poor Gerard Mayo shouldn't pole. even get an interview. Like if you're if you're another team right now, like I don't, I'm not interviewing Gerard Mayo. I don't know how many. Uh, interviews Bill's kids had lined up. But if you're even, you know, Bill O'Brien's a little bit of a different story, I guess, at this point, because he's bounced around to a few spots. He wasn't an abject failure as a coach. He was an abject failure as a personnel guy with the Texans. So maybe he's like the closest thing to sort of a push. But there are just so many other examples of guys that just went out there, failed miserably, and now add McDaniels a second time over with the Raiders. So, yeah, you don't want to be any of those guys. And then the question that comes up, Bill Belichick loves bringing back players, loves bringing back coaches. He also, he and Kraft, love bringing back free coaches. You talk about $60 million. Uh, owed to, McDaniels uh, has, what, 40-something yeah. more million dollars over the next four years after this owed to him? D- not uh, should he. We can get to that in a second. In your, in your best guess, does McDaniels come back to the Patriots? No. And I think the only reason why is he's got approximately – 45 million guaranteed reasons to not need to rush back to doing anything. What does he need to go and fix? What does he need? Like, just sit down. Take a break. Relax. If this was last year, I think they would have rushed him right in. I think they would have because they would have been like, all right, this isn't working out. But they just hired Bill O'Brien. You're not going to do that to Bill O'Brien. I don't think so. Like, Josh McDaniels might be might still very well be a tremendous offensive coordinator. And, yes, he could be the latest to travel down the Patricia Chung Collins Memorial Reclamation <laughs> Highway. But we don't need to keep doing it's. If we do that, then we're just going to continue to spin the wheels over and it. over and I, over I, yeah. again. Like, let's do let's just keep doing it. It's the same sad show like over and over. What's he going to do? What's he going to do with this lack of talent at wide receiver, the middling tight ends and offensive line in, you know, biweekly tatters? And, and is he going to make Mac Jones 15 percent better? Big flipping deal. That does, yeah, right. What does that get you? It doesn't get you much. And also, if they bring him back, I would say, all right, you just bringing him back for the nine games because I want a clear house, clean house, clear house. However you want to say it, I sort of what the Raiders did, and they're doing it in season, which is tougher. I mean, they just get rid of everybody two days after the deadline, being like, all right, you guys are all gone. But that's what I would prefer. So, don't, so if Bill's like, hey, welcome back, it's like, well, for how long? Like, I think this team needs to really turn over as much of the coaching staff, front office, and uh, players. I mean, players are a little bit tougher, but like as much as you can possibly do. So I'm not bringing in another former coach just to sort of hang out with this team right now. Like, I don't I, – I have no interest in it. But it also wouldn't shock me. Like, there's just so many, so many examples of guys that have come back and even been put in wrong roles. I mean, Josh McDaniels can come back and coach special teams, for God's sakes, based on what they did with uh, Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. Sure, maybe he could. No, actually, he'd be he would uh, help out with the Belichicks on defense if yep. we're going to go, go by the, Bel- the new yep. Bill Belichick standard. Yeah, and then we, I, I swear, we'd get calls that say, "Well, McDaniel's actually started on defense back in '02 or yeah, whatever." Just <laughs> Patricia in 2004 right. was yeah. coaching on the offense on that bar. No, but it is uh, also. I think it's eye opening when the Patriots are as bad as they are, and then you see a coach fired mid season, and that coach, regardless of the connection to New England, but that coach. It's got three wins, and one of them's against you. Like, never a good sign. Like, that wasn't good enough to save his job by any means because that's probably what they're looking at. 
They're like, all right, we have three wins, but, I mean, you know, one of them's against the Patriots. One of them's yeah. against the Packers. Packers are also going in the wrong direction. They don't have their quarterback, clearly. And, and then they won week one against Denver in a, in a, in a thrilling yeah. 17-16 game. Oh, what a game. They're off. They can't score over 20 points. Jimmy G can't connect with Devontae Adams, even when the guy has 10 yards on everybody else. Garoppolo's benched. Aiden O'Connell is the starter. You know all the <laughs> veterans there hated him as well. Yeah. And now they go from... They go from, you know, a smart-lipped, arrogant thinker uh, in the form of McDaniels to a hard-edged former player in Antonio Pierce, like the exact opposite. Watch. Now the Raiders are going on a rip. Well, this is similar to Patricia gone, Dan Campbell in. Like, I don't know if Antonio Pierce... I don't know if Antonio Pierce would work everywhere, but replacing a guy like McDaniels is a great guy to replace. Like, what a shock to the system. And... That could uh, work out for him. So McDaniel's is available. If you if you're interested in him, I I don't I I guess I'd be interested in what the argument would be. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. And there's also another juicy rumor out there, Fitzy, about mm-hmm. maybe Bill Belichick's next stop. So we'll get to all of that coming up here with you. It's a full tang program, Rich Keefe show with Fitzy on this Wednesday night. Right now, here is Stiz with what's trending. <laughs> Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now. The Patriots continue to get ready to take on the Commanders on Sunday at Gillette Stadium. Kickoff at 1 p.m. Four Patriots players did not participate at practice today. Those players were Calvin Anderson, Farrell Brown, Trent Brown, and Devontae Parker. Seven players on limited participation. Those players were Christian Barmore, Jawan Bentley, Miles Bryant, Jonathan Jones, Vidarian Lowe, Josh Uche, and Dietrich Wise. Patriots announced yesterday that Kendrick Bourne has been moved to the IR list. Mac Jones spoke with the media earlier today about finding a wide receiver who can step up and fill that role. This week of practice will be really good to see you know, who wants it, who wants to go out there and compete, uh, who wants to pay attention to the details and um, work to get on the same page and the spacing and the depth, the splits. All that stuff. So that's, you know, as a quarterback, that's what I'm going to focus on is helping them understand how important that is for me to have success. And that ultimately gives them success. Crazy morning in Vegas as the Raiders fire head coach Josh McDaniels and general manager Dave Ziegler, as well as benching quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. The Raiders named linebackers coach Antonio Pierce as their interim head coach and current assistant GM Champ Kelly will serve as interim GM. 3-0 Celtics home tonight. They host the Indiana Pacers. Tip-off at 7.30. We'll keep you posted on the score at, uh, of that game when it starts. The Bruins have the night off tonight. They're back on the ice at home tomorrow when the Maple Leafs will come to town. Puck drop at 7.30. And Game 4 of the World Series was last night. The Rangers beat the Diamondbacks 11-7 in Arizona. The series will stay in Arizona for Game 5 tonight. First pitch at 8 p.m. That's what's trending here on WEI and WEI.com. More Rich Keefe Show coming up. You can stream the show or listen on demand anytime. Just download the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Say WEI's a favorite and listen wherever you go. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEI. Here on the Rich Keith Show, WEI, Fitzy in the house, a full tang Wednesday night edition. You can join us at 617-779-7937. Josh McDaniels fired by the Las Vegas Raiders, making it uh, halfway through season two. 
And uh, we did get this text, Fitzy, from the 617. McDaniels will be back as some sort of offensive assistant. Here's my reasoning. Why not? Can't be worse. And I get that point. Like, he's a free guy. You bring him in, and, like, he's not going to submarine it. But to me, it's just more of the same old, same old exact thinking that they've done before. Bringing back every former assistant coach hasn't really helped you before. So I, I have no desire for it, but I get the overall point that it's not like he's going to make it anything worse. No. and In 2011, when he flamed out in St. Louis, I don't think his kids were in school there, number one, so he could kind of zip out real quick. So now he's got kids that are in the Vegas school system. They probably bought a real nice house. And what's he going to do? Rent an apartment in Franklin or Norton and sit back and try to help <laughs> yeah. a two and six team finish uh, eight yeah. and nine. Right. No, at that point, like any extra assistance you could get because you knew that team was on a rip that year to try to win a Super Bowl. Why the hell not? But we enough with the coaches. Someone else is yeah, paying, yeah, yeah. you know, like unless there's like regime change next year and. The, the Kraft family says, well, Josh is getting paid somewhere else, so let's bring him in because he's basically going to be a freak coordinator for whoever whoever's running the, the ship or the show next, I, I guess. Do but you like, think if it was up to Mac oh, Jones, nice. he would want to swap out Josh McDaniels for Bill O'Brien? I think Mac Jones has any issue with Bill O'Brien. Okay. He taught him the offense from Alabama. They talked last year. He called down there. That's what led to some friction with Belichick because that wasn't the fealty and loyalty he was supposed to pledge going outside the family and the operation. I don't think he has any issue with Bill O'Brien. I it's Yeah, again, I mean I, I would I would agree with you. I mean, I think he did have uh it, it was like a good starting spot and you and I have done this. We've gone back to the rookie year and kind of picked apart what that season really was like where they started poorly, ended poorly, bunch of games in the middle where they got teams at the right time and that winning streak may have made the season look a little bit different in some of those big games where they're scoring you know, 50 against the Jets and 50 against Jacksonville may have skewed some of the overall numbers. And I'm with you. I think for Mac Jones, what's hurting him more now is offensive line, skill position players, and his own skill set. Less so the offensive coordinator. I don't think Bill O'Brien is this unbelievable offensive coordinator that can take anybody and have success. But at the same time, he's at least, you know, an average offensive coordinator. So I don't think that's what's standing in the way of Mac Jones playing better right now. No, and like let's take for example Mac Jones' worst play last Sunday, which, quite honestly, was one of the absolute turning points and one of the total junk punches of the day. That pick where he lollipopped it to Bourne and it gave Terrible. Ramsey time to leave the end zone, close on it, like baited him into the pick. Yeah, Mac Jones has had bad picks like that before. His rookie season had a terrible, had two terrible ones against the Colts on that December eighteenth game. Had an awful one on like January second yep. against the Miami Dolphins. Xavier Howard took it back for six. Like Saints game not like early. Some, that was early in his career, but he was. But terrible that was like that was the John o. Smith like Karch Karai <laughs> no, bump set spike that pick. One. Yeah, that was. That well, he threw a bunch of picks though in that game. But yeah, I get your point. I mean, they, yeah, they weren't they true. weren't all on him. No. Nope. Uh, yeah. So I mean, kind of is what it is. I think I think more nationally it is about Belichick's coaching tree, and I know uh, that becomes a discussion every time one of those guys gets an opportunity and. You see other coaches from, you know, Andy Reid's tree. Now, that's not all hits. Like, I don't think anybody has all hits. Even, like, you, know, you go back to Bill Walsh, you can find guys that, that weren't great. But almost everybody else, especially a coach that's been in the league as long as they've had or as long as, as Bill has been, has a couple of hits, has two, three hits, maybe out of, you know, I'm not saying the percentage needs to be super high, but the fact that they're all, at best, like, 
I guess Bill O'Brien in that that time in Houston was like okay, and then everybody else was just a a disaster. I mean, Brian Flores may have been the guy that possibly could have done it, but then I I don't know, like the way he handled Tua and that whole thing became a mess. I know the owner was tampering and all that other stuff, but Flores, Stephen Ross, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, he was yeah. he was a part of that, but I don't know. Like, maybe the way Flores was running things down there, it wasn't going to work. And you look at it, as soon as they bring in Mike McDaniel and look at the change that they've made there. So, yeah, the Belichick, you got to stay away from him like poison. You can't you can't hire anybody from the Belichick tree. No, uh, as a head coach, no. At this point no. now, like, the entire operation just needs to be given time to step away. Yeah. You know, and look, in the long run, would it surprise me if Josh McDaniels, you know, like, like, uh, you know, Brian Hoyer wanted to until, of course, he ran afoul of the loyalty to Belichick and the entire operation last year. Would it surprise me if Josh McDaniels moves back to the area because he liked the area so much and decided to eschew moving the family to Indianapolis in favor of st- making less money at the time and staying in New England? Yeah. No. If McDaniels moves back to New England, wouldn't surprise me in the least. Is that Does it mean that, like, it's in the cards that he's going to run back and be receivers coach, tight end coach, defensive coordinator? No. Hell no. No. All right, so here's, I guess, my, my overall, uh, like, thesis statement on the whole thing, Fitzy, would be I, I think it's a, it'd be a huge mistake for any other team to hire somebody from the Belichick tree. Therefore, when it's time to replace Bill Belichick, you can't do it from the tree. You got to go somewhere else to bring him in because if all the guys are like varying degrees of failures in other places mm-hmm. without Belichick and without Brady, mm-hmm. what's to make you think just because they got the Pat Patriot on this, on the side of the helmet or the flying Elvis on the side of the helmet, that things are going to be any different. I don't want any of those guys, whether it was, you know, years ago, maybe people thought McDaniels was going to be the next in line. Maybe Bill O'Brien, maybe Gerard Mayo. Like I don't want any of those guys. It's only going to be a year and a half. And then you're probably gonna have to fire them anyway. All right. We kind of, at, at this, all right, fine. If if we're gonna go this deep down it, then if we're gonna dive this deeply, then I I feel like now is the time to ask, why does this keep happening? Like y- you can't mm-hmm. live in a mm-hmm. town where ah, jeez, people keep getting sick around here all the time. It's the funniest thing. It must just be. It's not bad luck. <laughs> the horrible. There's high right tension there. power yeah. lines. There's something yep. in the water. There's uh, you built the town on a Native American burial ground. Sure. I don't know. Sure. What whatever it is. I think and at this I mean, point we need to know like is does everybody is everyone so healed in Belichickeria if you will that like they don't know how to coach a different way and that doesn't work when it comes through the 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 arms minds and mouth of people that aren't Bill Belichick yeah I, I think, I, is everyone doing an impression of him I don't know I do think that's a part of it I think it was most glaring with somebody like Matt Patricia and maybe even Joe Judge when he was talking with the Giants like I think that was kind of obvious early on yeah. I I do think it's a little bit of you know, you win a lot as a coordinator or a coach or, you know, an assistant, and then you show up to a place to run it, and you're acting like you were the head coach. I think players look at that, and they're like, I don't think so, especially when all these guys weren't former players. And that's mm-hmm. why, who knows, maybe Gerard Mayo can stand out differently than those other guys, but it's not like Matt Patricia can fall back on, like, yeah, I coached with Bill, and prior to that, you know, I won two Super Bowls and went to two Pro Bowls as whatever, and, like, you immediately gain respect from the players with that. I think if you're like, oh, you've been in my shoes literally, like I can relate to you more. I don't think any of those guys were super relatable to the players. And you hear about all the different stories, like plenty of guys just being like, uh, I don't really know this guy. And that's why they all bring in so many Patriots because they probably are like, 
I need guys that at least know I was a part of success. They're going to hopefully kind of echo what I'm saying, but I think all the new players look at him like, dude, you're not Belichick. So I'm not going to I'm not going to, you know, treat you that way. I love yeah, sweet double pass against the Ravens in the divisional <laughs> round, but otherwise, you know, what yep. have you done for me lately? Now, right. this would also make sense as to why the immediate reaction to a guy like McDaniels would be to bring in a hard as nails, fire breathing former player like Antonio Pierce, who's just going to mm-hmm. you know steal these guys up and try to get the best out of them, you know, have them all you know chewing nails and breathing fire. Sure, as opposed, I it's just it it's just still stunning to me that McDaniel's was able to do the exact same thing twice, yeah. we, we, year and a half at each place, piss off and then ultimately alienate and deal away the the the. Quarterback, the franchise quarterback, but they also and then signed alienate them. the lead wide receiver. I mean, it's, like while he was there, it's they, amazing. And so I don't know how much is you know you put on Dave Ziegler, how much you put on Josh McDaniels, whatever. Like the point is, they were kind of in it together, and like watching it from afar, it was amazing. They didn't pick up the fifth year option on Josh Jacobs, mm-hmm. and then they ended up franchising him. So yeah, right away, nailed it, nailed just it. Like, hey, we screwed this. We didn't have to pay this guy this much, but we're going to pay him even more. And then he leads the league in rushing. They give Darren Waller this huge contract. And then they get rid of him. They because uh, he didn't invite the coach yeah. to his wedding. Right. <laughs> and then McDaniel's Sad. got mad and spoiler alerted mm-hmm. the location. And then he got dealt away. That was so lame. And somehow, yeah. And then somehow was able to be get, gifted a Wes Welker slash Edelman clone in the form of Hunter Renfro and just decided, nope, eh, not I don't use like them. him. Well, but they also signed him to a big contract yep. and then we're like, oh, like we're not going to use Two for 32. Yeah. Guarantee you he'll have 13 catches Sunday. Oh, yeah, he'll be great again. He'll be great again. <laughs> they uh, they signed Derek Carr to an extension, but then ended up like getting rid of him and benching him at the end of the year. And then like there was a whole weird uh, split there. Then they bring in Jimmy Garoppolo. So it's like, again, this real outside-the-box thinking, somebody that Josh McDaniels knew from his time in New England, brings in Garoppolo. He sucks. He's been benched now that, that he's gone. Uh, you know what the one – now, I guess you could argue against it now. I still think it was the right move. They traded a one and a two for Devontae Adams. I personally would do that again. But maybe when you look at the rest of that roster, you realize that that might not have been the the smartest thing overall. But they did all that in a year and a half, and they they were going in the wrong direction and were just a miserable, miserable team. Yeah, if you're going to trade that much for him, though, it's usually a good idea to actually throw the ball to him. Sure. Toss a couple passes just, just his way. Maybe just chuck a couple chuck a couple pigs. All right, let's way. add this to the conversation. If you guys want to get in here on, on Josh McDaniels and uh, maybe more specifically the Belichick coaching tree, and if you'd be terrified of any of those guys taking over for Bill, because I would, uh, how about this? Where do you stand on uh, Mike Florio before we play this? I got, um, yeah, I think he is an informed opinionator. I wouldn't say he is the most verified source. Yes. I think he's got tremendous lettuce. Uh, sure does. He's, he speaks as if everything he's saying is a fact, when I think at least half of it is an opinion. Sometimes it is largely embellished. Yep. But when it when it comes to things like, I'm hearing blank or sources say I think he doesn't really I don't think he makes up his sources. I think sometimes there's just some embellishment for the entertainment's sake because hey, it is. he's got to do 4 hours a day and run a website with him and Sims and there's only so much that he and Mr, you know, top collar button can talk about. He's a day. it's a big grain of salt guy, right? I mean there's I I, res- sure. I respect the fact that he has 
sort of built this empire, and he definitely leans into the entertainment aspect of it. It's what? a fiefdom more than an empire. <laughs> I don't have that kind of vocabulary, so I just went so- with it. Solid. It's, a, it's a very sustainable village. He has a decent house. Um, <laughs> no, but like, I, I at least respect that part of it, and really it should be about entertainment, but I don't think he also, in like interviews and stuff, I'm not sure he chooses his words very wisely, and that's why we kind of pick it apart, and you're like, well, is that really what he meant, or no, or he's just trying to get clicks. Like, So there is a little bit of that, but anyway, he was talking today, and it relates very much to uh, Bill Belichick and what is going on with him and what his potential future is. So we could start and stop. It's kind of a little bit of a longer cut, but here's Florio. I heard something mm-hmm. over the weekend, and I've been trying to think of the best way and the best time to talk about it. And it's right now, not a report. Look. So here we go. So it's not a report. Okay, he's well, even so putting he's this just, out there. Thank you, for at least yes. uh, when he's talking to our buddy Zach Gelb from CBS Sports Radio here, he's at least disclaiming this is not a report, but it's... There we go. It's something. When you're plugged into everything that's happening and you talk to a lot of different people, you hear things. Brag. And you hear certain things that make you say, <laughs> whoa, hmm, that's interesting. And what I heard over the weekend from someone I know and someone I trust that made me say, whoa, that's interesting, is the possibility that the end result for the commanders is a trade with the Patriots for Bill Belichick. All right. So let's just stop right there. There's more to it we can get to, but... The opponent this weekend, the Washington Commanders, Mm -hmm. who just traded away Chase Young for a third-round pick, Montez Sweat for a second-round pick. They are in a very similar situation as the uh, New England Patriots right now. Uh, They are... Uh, How how is that that in that they... Three and five. They have a a better record. They score more points, and they have a dynamic offense. (laughs) Yeah, I suppose. But, I mean, they're, they're not a playoff team. Okay. It's okay. uh yeah, more so that. No, they're better. They're better than the Patriots are. But I mean, you love Ron Rivera, like clearly they don't. Ron Rivera, it blew me away last year. He li- this is something that actually happened. He was it was like week 15 or whatever, and one of the uh media members was asking him a question about playing time. And I think it might even have been about Sam Howell about quarterbacks, and he's like, "Well, is that going to change now that you're eliminated from the playoffs?" And he was stunned. He didn't realize that that well, loss. No one eliminated. told me. <laughs> That's incredible. Shouldn't it's, you know, sir? Yes. Shouldn't you know that? You probably should. Here's more from Florio. And it makes sense when you think about it. And it puts in a new context that leak, that strange Sunday morning splash report about Bill Belichick in the offseason signed a lucrative multi-year contract with the Patriots. My first thought was that's Belichick's camp getting out the idea. This guy isn't going to be fired during the season. So, yeah, I, I think that's what it was, too. I, I think I still think it was Belichick's camp being like he like sort of a message to the players, but also just like a message to Kraft, too. Be like, all right, if Kraft's going to go tell somebody that he could get fired in the season, well, then Belichick has to go tell somebody that uh, that'd be pretty dumb because you just signed me to a long-term deal right before the mm-hmm. season began. So there's uh, certainly a, a back-and-forth aspect of it. But, uh, all right, a lot of different ways you can jump off from here. So, what would Bill even get in a trade right now? If they traded him in the offseason, what mm-hmm. could you get for Bill Belichick? Oh, you get at least a first-round draft pick. You really I, think so? I think you would. Now, think about mm. this, Rich. Yep. Now, not only does that Belichick's camp kind of like, I called it the Belliflex at the time, like come out and say like, hey, he's not getting fired anytime soon. He just got he just signed a multi-year lucrative deal. Could he only even be two years for all we know, and it could be around the same money that we've been hearing about allegedly for years. So he's locked up. But Kraft, obviously, as we had heard from other reports or so so we were led to believe, was none too happy with the way things were going. 
if somebody else were to step in and want to acquire Bill Belichick, think about this. That particular team just dealt away a handful of coveted free agents for midseason upper round draft picks. Mm-hmm. Why are they dealing? Why are they dealing away Montez Sweat and Chase Young? Now I know Chase Young; they had had some issues with Montez Sweat. Yeah. Why are they? Why are? Why are? Isn't it curious why Washington is. is doing that? It is. Why are they stocking up on draft picks? It is. Uh, it's definitely strange. I. I unless. Would, yeah, unless they're right, they're trying to trade now. If you're talking about a first round pick, as of today, mm-hmm. the Washington Commanders would have the eleventh pick. If you trade the eleventh pick in the draft for Bill Belichick, you have lo- you've lost it. You, you but need, when you, you need have to sell the franchise a, again. When is the last time they had? A, they had. Think about this. They had Joe Gibbs and uh, the way <laughs> 2.0. Fourier described Joe him. Gibbs 2.0, it, 0, yep. Joe Gibbs two point was a disaster. They had Mike Shanahan two point or three point whatever version that was. And sadly, they had RG three in their one little hope with him, and that went the way of the dodo pretty quick. Yeah, they, they made the they playoffs. Had Jay Gruden. Yeah, yeah. They, but they make the playoffs once in the last twelve years. That Jay Gruden. They made it, it in uh, twenty twelve, twenty fifteen, and twenty twenty. Oh, they made it in 2020 on the on the arm on the shoulder of Heineke, yeah. who, by the way, should be starting in Atlanta. But that's a different topic. They were seven and nine, and they made the playoffs that year. But Heineke actually nice. gave him a hell of a. They gave him a competitive. That was the game. best game. That it was. was the, it was. That was the toughest yeah. test Brady yeah. had to face all postseason. No, it was. No, and the joke, and it's it's been like beaten to death. But the joke is is when uh, they would show the picture of Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, and uh, Matt Lafleur all being assistant coaches with Washington, and they all, they were all gone. So they had Shanahan, Gruden, and then uh, what's his name? Bill Callahan took over in season when Gruden got fired. And then they've had Ron Rivera since. Ron Rivera was in 2020 at seven and nine, made the playoffs, and then went seven and nine, seven and ten. Then last year they went eight, eight and one, and then this year they're currently three and five. Sam Howell seems to be their guy, at least for today. But uh, just add, add a little bit more of uh, Florio, and then we can can rip apart the whole thing. Garoppolo Brady Palace intrigue when Seth Wickersham had that long story about it. And Gary Myers, I think, threw out this idea that Bill Belichick wants to go coach the Giants. Somebody told me it's going to take him five years if he goes somewhere else. It's going to take him five years to get everything to where it is with the Patriots. So he has to ask himself, do I want to put in the five years? And Josh Harris has to ask himself, are you willing to put in the five years? Because that's the cautionary tale from McDaniels with the Raiders. You can't be impatient with Belichick. You got to give him the time to do whatever it is he's trying to do. So, Miles, that's what I heard. It's not a report, but it's definitely something that is making its way around the grapevine that is the National Football League network of insiders and employees and coaches and others who talk about stuff. That's So Bill Belichick's coaching until he's 76 now? Wow. Five I thought more he years? didn't want to be Marv Levy coaching until he was in his 70s. <laughs> yeah, That's well. his late, late 70s. And would this yeah. mean that he takes the entire Belichick family with him, like Steve oh, is defensive take coordinator? Take the whole staff. Oh. Take the whole staff with you. I'd be on board for that. Does he take Bill O'Brien with him, or yes. does he bring Josh McDaniels down there to install the system if Both. Josh McDaniels <laughs> moves back to the East Coast? I'll put it this way, Rich. I can't say with any certainty that I know that this is a legit something, but also I'm kind of buying. Yeah, a little bit of buzz. Now, uh, yeah. I want to pick this up uh, in a moment here, but uh, Texter says the Commanders are an inept franchise. It wouldn't shock me if they gave up a first-rounder. Now, they were, no doubt, a horrible franchise. They had the worst owner in football. And there's a few in the conversation. Worst owner in sports. Yeah, probably. I mean, Knicks fans might put their hand up, and there's probably a few well, other he guys. Built the but sphere. Yeah. Fair. So, yeah, no, I mean, maybe the worst owner in all sports. You're right. 
So let's see what this I – mean, but I think if your first move as an ownership group is to trade a top 10, 12 pick for 71-year-old Bill Belichick, I think you're out of your mind. But let's play it out. Okay. Let's see if it happens. I say we I say we uh, talk about that and Josh McDaniels, and we'll get you our bet du jour coming up next year on WEEI. You can watch the show anytime via our live stream on Twitch or on YouTube. Find WEEI at Twitch TV or YouTube.com. And join in the conversation in the chat. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. What's poppin'? Brand new whip just hopped in. I got options. I can pass it like Stockton. Just joshing. I'm spending this holiday locked in. My body got rid of them toxins. Sports in the top ten. I can put the ball in the end zone, put a bad in the friend zone. Sound like an intro, jet song, give me that tempo. So pull here for told her don't let her friends know in the bill. Back on the Rich Keith Show W E I Fitzy is here. We'll get back to the uh conversation about Josh McDaniels being fired by the Raiders. What does that tell you about uh Belichick's coaching tree? Would you have any interest in any of those guys? taking over for Bill. It might that time be sooner rather than later, as Mike Florio tossing out there, that uh, the Washington Commanders, who the Patriots play this weekend, could be interested this offseason in trading for Bill Belichick. But let's grab a bet, grab a couple winners here first. Uh, Of course, Monday and Thursday, we do the primetime games. Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, give us an opportunity to bet hockey, hoops, or one last chance for uh, for baseball, or maybe one last chance for baseball. So, Fitzy, where are you leaning tonight for your bet du jour? All right, tonight we're going to go for the old leg sweep right here. The Texas Rangers are hot, white hot, red hot, mm-hmm. royal blue on their uniform hot, mm-hmm. and they are looking to finish off the snakes, as you like to call them, yes. the Arizona Diamondbacks yes. in Game 5 of the most poorly watched World Series in the history of time. It's a rematch of Game 1. Zach Gallen, who's been a gamer this postseason, against our guy Nate Evaldi. I say Nate Evaldi has that killer instinct tonight. They close him out. Give me the Rangers on the money line to take it in five, the World Series of American Baseball at minus 108. All right. Pretty good. I was looking at uh, Nathan Evaldi over under strikeouts. Is it four and a half? I feel like he's going to hit the the first inning. Maybe. Maybe he does. Of course, last night I took the Snakes, and they were down – was it 10 zip? Although they came back. It was yeah, 11 they rally, 7. Yeah, they it was they the rallied final. back. It's kind of crazy. But Stiz got last night. He went with the uh, Rangers on the run line, even for a little extra juice. I'm going to go with Jason Tatum over 25 and a half points. I feel that's a low number for Tatum. He's hit it twice hmm. so far this year. The one game against Miami at 22, but he's been over 30 in the other two games. So uh, Celtics, Pacers. Tonight, I'll take Tatum over 25 and a half points. Stiz. Well, that's funny. I'm going to kind of go the opposite route. I'm okay. going Celtics Pacers, but I'm going to take Jalen Brown under 21 and a half points. That works, and, for, uh, that works for me. And that's at plus 105 right now. All right, under 21 and a half, plus 105. So there Rich, you go. Do we have a Halliburton update? Because I know he was. Uh, Let's see. He was uh, like a GTD. Yeah, I, I think he might be out. Let me confirm that. He's been, uh, yeah, he is out. No Halliburton, so you like that? They're, they're oh, Celtics are thirteen point favorites. They jumped up to thirteen. Okay, yeah, I think they're sense. thirteen. Uh, but yeah, Halliburton uh, got an ankle, uh, right ankle sprain, so he is out. All right, let's go to the phones right now. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Let's go to Ray in Revere. He joins us next. What's up, Ray? Hey, fellas, I want to talk to Fifty about this first round draft pick coming from Washington for um, Belichick. I mean, I think that's absurd. You know, the guy's looking at, you know, $50 million of owed money. 
And he's got a losing record in 175 games without Tom Brady. He's 81 and 94. Okay? So, um, and, and for that matter, it, mm-hmm. Daniel Snyder's not there anymore. You just got a guy who's put up $6 billion, who's presumably pretty smart. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll just leave you with this last point. Do you remember when Joe Gibbs got his second bite at the apple down in Washington? Yeah. And how that ended? Yeah, yeah, we okay. we speak we speak on a re- on a regular basis. We speak to somebody who actually played for him and tells us what an absolute clown party it was. And he was significantly younger than Bill is mm-hmm. when he when uh, when Gibbs took over that second time. I think he, he retired at sixty seven. So Bill's already four years older, and that second run, he was there for four full seasons. Everybody kind of clowns really on last him. Last that long? Was there four full seasons? I mean, he made the playoffs twice. It's one of those four seasons, and yet still it's considered an absolute blank yeah. show. I mean, I, you know, your previous stint, you win three Super Bowls. I guess everything's going to fall probably a little short And that's that. the thing. Yeah. Belichick with the six Super Bowls has yeah. that. There's just still that air, that, like, legacy, the cologne, the stench of, like, Belichick coming in as a program builder, as an organizer. But uh, even if you're not in it like we are every day and analyzing every single draft pick, every single trade, every single free agent move, every mm-hmm. single uh, decision on game day, if you're just another owner from another team, you understand that Bill Belichick could very well go down as the greatest head coach of all time, but there's now four full seasons post Tom Brady. So you don't even have to do Cleveland Browns. You don't even have to do Drew Bledsoe. You don't do Matt Castle. You don't have to include those. Just look at what they've done the last four years. And is the team even heading in the right direction? No, no. You might be doing the Patriots a favor by taking them. So I don't know why you would give up a first round pick. To me, I God, this it just feels so crazy to say like, yeah, this might be they'd be doing him a favor, or like, wow, what a b- blessing, what a ba- what a boon it would be for the Patriots to have somebody trade for him, not just take him off their hands. But can you imagine though? Hate to say it, Pats fans who are the and Bill we trust, you know, like hoodie hoodie footies for life. Let me just ask you this: What if I told you you could go into next year's draft? With a new coach, a new offensive coordinator, and the fifth and the eleventh pick in the draft, what would you say? One hundred percent in. I'd How be, would you I feel? Would, I would feel, feel about Marvin I, Harrison. Yep, I feel rejuvenated, as they say. Yeah, you'd be all kinds just, of fired just, up. Just, just sort of, just put, just put it out there. I know something to think about. So one hour down, three hours to go. Josh McDaniels done. Mike Florio floating a rumor that the uh, Commanders could be interested in trading for Bill Belichick. So uh, a lot to. Lots to get at here tonight. 617-779-7937. It's the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy here on WEI.